Welcome to I Love Palm Beach. We talk about everything Palm Beach County, Florida has to offer and why you should make it your home. We are a team of real estate professionals who love where we live, and we want to show you why you will love Palm Beach too. You'll learn about our hobbies and our lifestyle stories for fun and amazing things to do. Follow in our search for stories to find the best of. Whether it's a specific food or service, Palm Beach has it all and does it bigger and better. Or follow our local hero stories to discover the amazing people who call Palm Beach home. And now, here's your host, Rebecca Giacoba. This is Rebecca with I Love Palm Beach, and today we have one of the wonderful people in our community. We have so many philanthropists in our community, and this particular organization is dear to my heart because I am an animal lover. And we have Wendy here, the founder of the Pet Cottage, and she does some unique things. So hi, Wendy. How are you? Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. I'm good. Good. So tell me about, well, let me give a little brief introduction. So Wendy kind of takes in animals, possibly from seniors that can't keep their animal anymore for one reason or another. And then sometimes she places animals with seniors that may need a companion. So it's a really good fit and um, very special to our heart. But I'd like to learn about how you started this organization and where your passion came from. Yeah. Well, prior to the pet cottage, I had a small senior personal training business where I went to seniors' homes and Mm -hmm. I would do exercise with them. And my demographic was basically 60s to Mm -hmm. 80s. And it was people, mostly professional women. I did have some gentlemen too that were retired and wanted to take care of their health and stay in shape, but didn't want to be in a gym atmosphere. Okay. So I would go to their home and you become part of the family. You, right. you just do. And, you know, some of them two or three times a week, I would be there and they, you know, they look forward to that. And many of them have pets and I'm an animal lover too. So of course mm-hmm. I would get to know the pet. And as time went on, I got particularly close with two women. One was never married and she didn't have any children or any siblings, but she had three cats. And what happened was she got um, diagnosed with pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. and I actually became her healthcare um, surrogate. And her biggest concern was what's going to happen to my cat. Two of them were age 17. One was age 21. Wow. So, you know, they're not going to fare well in a shelter situation. So, you know, we didn't really know anything about how you pass pets on or what, you know, Mm -hmm. pet trust or what you do. So, you know, we worked with her lawyer and um, the oldest cat, the 21-year-old, passed before she did. Joan did. Okay. But then the other two cats, when Joan passed away, they came to live with me. Mm -hmm. And they lived till they were 20. So I had them for three years. But that was the birth of the pet cottage because I knew that she was not the only person that had pets, senior person that had pets, and, you know, she was leaving before they were. And that they had been her whole life, you know, since particularly since she was retired, 
She loved them dearly. They were spoiled, cared for, and they were, you know, they were a champion to her. They participated in her life, gave her, you know, gave her joy. So I just really believe that pets, you know, they serve us willingly <laughs> without any, you know, without protest. And that just because if they lose us before and they're still here, they deserve to be loved and be cared for. So that was really the beginning of the pet cottage. But what has been interesting is it the mission originally was really to be a champion for the pets that lose their people specifically to death, disability, or deployment. So we get a lot of senior pets that way. But interestingly enough, we have another branch of the mission that has evolved through the service. We now have a wait list of senior people that want to get pet companions through the pet cottage. And the reason they want to get pet companions through us is because we provide lifelong support. So when you get a pet from the pet cottage and we place it with you, person dies, pet needs a home, we place it with you, a senior person, the pet that remains pet cottage's property, responsibility per se, you are a lifelong guardian. You're assigned a furry godmother who checks in on you. Um, oh. Make sure that you're okay and the pet's okay. All the veterinary expenses are paid for. And then any other services that we can help provide. We get food donated. We get, you know, the biggest part is the emotional support. That check in with them. If they have a concern, we go to the vets with them. We'll pick the dog up and take them to the groomer if they need that. It's really become a senior service as well. So we now have uh, 30 guardians, I believe, in the community. And only one is a young family. And they and they have a younger dog that we got to uh-huh. a death, but a younger dog. But everyone else is a senior person, many widows. Um, and we do have a couple gentlemen, too. And a couple, um, like, mother-daughters, where the mother's in the 90s and the daughter's in the 60s caring for the mother. Right. So... It's a really unique mission, and it's really, uh, it's needed. I mean, there's the loneliness crisis for the seniors in our community, and that's only grown since COVID-19. Absolutely. And loneliness, it actually is the number, you know, it kills seniors more than heart disease and cancer combined. There's a foundation called Pets for the Elderly, and they really have a great website, and they have a lot of research on there showing what the value of a, having a pet is. So that's kind of what, that's that's our mission. That's what we're about. <laughs> it's um, kind of, um, it's interesting being in real estate because back when we had the foreclosure crisis, I was trying to help place pets whose humans lost their homes and had to go into rentals and couldn't take their pets with them. Well, that's something that is starting to happen. We yeah. just had, we just um, got a cat recently, which I was able to place quite quickly. But this gentleman, because of COVID nineteen, lost his job, lost his home, and where he was going to live, he couldn't take the cat with him. And he really tried everything; it was devastating. But we were able to, but we were able to take the cat and place the cat. Um, but you know, I do think we're going to see more of that with the environment that we're in right now. Yeah, I'm hoping that we're not going to have a lot of foreclosures because so many people have equity in their home, but that doesn't mean they're not going to have to sell and go into a rental. And it's just a sad thing. I remember 
one of the first foreclosure listings I got, I went to go check on the property and I found a baby Rottweiler in a cage in the garage. And I didn't know how long it had been till she had eaten. I didn't know if she had been out to the bathroom. So I ended up taking care of the dog for a few days and finally telling a neighbor, you know, if you know where they are, they need to come and get the dog or I'm going to take this baby. So it's really scary and people are emotional and they don't know what to do. And I know that seniors, as they get sick, that's the first thing they worry about. Absolutely. And then, and then also it's important that we check on our seniors because sometimes seniors, you know, very quickly their own health can change. And then someone that was able to care for a dog or a cat, you know, mm-hmm. is not able to. And then the pet suffers. And it's not because the person's intentions are bad. It's because, right, you know, their mental capability has changed or their ability to, to move around has changed. And so that's another thing. Like we really work with groomers and veterinarians and, and pet daycares and encourage people, you know, alert us if something's happening. You know, we, we've gotten a number of pets through groomers where they, the people are bringing the pet in and the groomer can see the care is getting, you know, less and less and less and that they're not able to really provide what they need to. And, you know, then with some persuasion and, you know, kindness, we convince them it's the best thing. When we're able to, you know, we will, I've done respite where mm-hmm. we take a, you know, the wife had Alzheimer's, the husband's overwhelmed, of course. They had this little senior poodle who loved her mom so much and was very good for her. But at times she had to go in the hospital or right. he just needed a break. So Maggie would come and live with me for a couple months. And then when everything was a little better, she'd go back and live with them for a bit. You know, that's another thing that I don't want. We don't want to take their pets away from them. We just want to make sure we want to support the relationship in any way we can. And if that means, you know, eventually with that situation, when Maggie was home, back home, I would still be the one to take her to the vet to pick her up and take her to the groomers and make sure they had all the things they needed for her. So she wasn't a burden. You know, she was just a pleasure. So we were able to provide that. And that is, you know, hospice, we have a relationship with hospice as well. And hospice has a, a program called Peace of Mind. And what that involves is they will they'll send volunteers in to care for the pet while you're in the care of hospice. But it ends when the person passes away. So that's okay. where like the pet cottage would come in. Okay. And when someone enrolls in a hospice program, if there's a pet involved, we ask that they contact us because the more time we have to work with the person mm-hmm. and the pet, the, you know, then we can be prepared for what happens. And sometimes, you know, we, we had a woman and she's passed away now, but she, at the time she had a 10 year old pit bull, which are challenging to play. Love the dog beyond. She was in hospice care and we were able, it took a long, quite six months. I think it took, but we were able to place mm-hmm. this pit bull with another family who lives in the farms that had lost a pit bull and had a male. Anyway, Long story short, they became friends with each other. And she she ended up living another, like, you know, 15 months or so. And she became very close with the family that has her dog. And, you know, it was a very, she could, you know, she was able to care for herself, you know, and leave this earth knowing that her dog was, you know, being cared for and wasn't going to go into a shelter and be euthanized, which is, you know, a real concern, particularly when you have a pit bull. 
you know? We're going to just have to do the best we can, and maybe I'll come and do something live in person with you. <laughs> but um, I was really excited to speak more with you. I, I was saying I recently had an elderly neighbor who had a stroke in a fall and had the pit bull that I couldn't take for her. And um, she just had a muddle through and she didn't have the means to put it in doggy daycare. So I should have reached out to you to see if she can help. But tell me what we can do to help you and what your plans are for 2021. We'll finish up and you and I'll do this again live in person. Okay, Rebecca, thanks. Uh Um, Well, you know what? Just letting education, educating people and letting people know that we exist, what our mission is. Part of our mission is to encourage people to have a plan for their pet should something happen to them. The more time we have up front, the better able we are to serve and to make sure that pet gets placed in a home quickly when something changes. So that's really important. If you follow, if you're on a social media, if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and share our stories and spread our mission, uh, we also have a wish list on Amazon that we many people participate and send us goods so that we can keep these dogs and cats fed. We also have, um, if you participate in Amazon Smile, if you buy from Amazon and you choose Pet Cottage Inc. as your charity, that goes a long way. It's a little amount percent that they put in, but it doesn't cost you anything. And the more people that participate, we get money quarterly and it really helps us. I recently registered for that for you guys. Thanks, Rebecca. Uh-huh. And the one thing that's really our primary way of support is we have what are called Happy Tail members, which is a reoccurring donation. So even at the level of $5 a month, we have people at $5 a month, we have people at $100 a month. But that reoccurring donation is the money that we have to depend on to know how many pets we can serve, because that's the amount that Mm -hmm. I know is committed. So right now we have 27 dogs and 11 cats that we're responsible for. And let me tell you, our biggest expense is veterinary bills. But then also, you know, our guardians, we do ask them to provide food when they're able and grooming. But many of our guardians are in a situation where they really need help with that. So we also provide food you know, to those that need it and preventatives like heartworm and flea prevention. We provide that. And then just the person, I mean, just our volunteers are all volunteers that do, you know, that keep in touch with them and make sure everyone's tucked in. So we, we are moving soon um, and it's been a roller coaster, but it looks like we're going to have a bigger property, which will provide the opportunity to be a proper sanctuary where, you know, a certain amount of pets can actually come live on the property for life. The ones that live with me now are pets that would be more difficult to place with the guardian, um, either because they had extenuating health issues or behavioral issues and needed a little more um, time and patience and experience. And that would all the other thing in in terms of placing pets with senior people, you know, our intention is to, when we have this property, be able to pull a senior pet out of animal care and control or, or, you know, a shelter situation. And we can rehab it a little bit at the pet cottage sanctuary sanctuary, and then make it ready to go to a senior companion. 
so that's you know that's that's the mission that's going to expand and it feels really it feels really wonderful i love what i do i think it's absolutely what i am here to do and it's very uh fulfilling and uplifting and you know i just encourage people to you know look out for your neighbors and your senior neighbors in particular, if something doesn't look right, check it out. We have a dog that lives with me now. Actually, Grover is in the picture there. He, um, His person died unexpectedly and suddenly. She was 53 years old and died suddenly in her home. And he was in the house with her. But there was another dog that was out in the yard. And it wasn't until the police came and they took the other dog to animal care and control because it was barking, 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 mm. barking. But they never checked the house till like another. Wow. Till, so, you know, inside with her and, you know, before, if something seems strange, you know, check it out or at least have, you know, and, and it's just a good all around. It's good to look out for each other. But I think senior people um, especially can be vulnerable and need our, you know, need us to, you know, care for them. Well, thank you, Wendy. I wish we had a little bit better audio so we could chat longer. I would love to maybe next year sometime do some kind of fundraiser with our Home Savings for Seniors program and you guys. So kind of think in your head something that we can do together where we could bring some dogs and maybe raise some money. Um, yeah, that'd be great. That would be that. really fun. Would be I really want to bring more awareness that you're out there to help people. And we would love to get some brochures from you. Absolutely. We, we just, we are, they're going to printing like next week. We just update, you know, how every few years you guys yes. put there. So we just updated them and they're kind of come out beautiful. They have our Charlie Brown. We lost this year, but he was kind of our mascot. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of the face of the pet cottage. So Rebecca, thanks so much. And I am, you know, grateful for you too, looking out for seniors in the community because, you know, they are, uh, we're going to be seniors someday. I always say, I hope I know, I'm not that far away. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, oh my gosh, I hope one on that, you know, that someone takes as good a care of me as I do these animals, you know? Absolutely. Well, thank you for doing this today. And if I don't see you, happy holidays. Yeah, you too, Rebecca. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's show. And we hope you visit again next week. Please share with your friends. And we look forward to showing you around our amazing city soon. Visit GiaRealty.com. That's G-I-A-R-E-A-L-T-Y team.com. Or you can call us at 561-203-4661.